Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Interrobangs Red Couch Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Kohler, and today I'm joined with Falcon sports broadcaster, Bernardo Luca. Hi, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. You know how excited I was to, to be here. Been bugging you probably for a little bit. <laughs> five, four times this week, but uh, yeah, very happy to be here. I'm excited. I'm glad we worked out to bring you on. Yeah, perfect. Uh, and so just for people who don't maybe know you, uh, can you just give like a quick little 30-second synopsis of just who you are type of a thing nothing too major not the nitty-gritty details but just a little yeah yeah, yeah. For you. so my background is brazilian i come from brazil and um always uh, loved sports um um and i i grew up in a swimming team you know always been surrounded by sports um my family also uh always always watching sports you know uh and here when i came to canada uh when i finished high school joined the journalism program i wasn't sure what path I was gonna take, and um, I ended up in this program, and I think it was one of the best uh, things that I did because I've been learning so much, you know, meeting so many awesome people, had the, the chance to interview a bunch of people, and uh, now I'm the current uh, announcer for the the Fanshawe men's and men, women's uh, volleyball and basketball team, so that's been a nice experience. Awesome. I didn't know you were in aquatics. I did aquatics for like a very brief period years and years ago. So physically excruciating i remember doing a little bit of uh butterflies and those oh butterflies are tough they're they're the worst uh but tons of fun though no that's wicked it's fun because you exercise with your 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 entire body and it's a different sport from different from any other sport you're going to try oh yeah exactly well and just have anything with water involved just makes it that much harder usually too so sure uh, and so, like you mentioned, you're one of the sports broadcasters for the Fanshawe Falcons. How has that experience just generally been so far for you? It is amazing because in Brazil, soccer is the main thing. So people always watch uh, soccer and uh, plan B or C like sports. Uh, B or C would be basketball or volleyball, for example. So I had ne- never been to a basketball game before, never had a chance to to go and actually watch. We do have some local teams, but it's not a big thing as it is, it, it is here. And uh, being there to watch the games uh, and, and being, having the opportunity to come in the games is just absolutely fantastic because you cannot not get engaged with the with the action that is going on on the court and uh, seeing those players. There's there's uh, lots of awesome players um, and they all do a great job and uh, it's just uh, really nice to be there. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, I mean, very, very oversimplifying it, but it basically is just like yelling at your TV like you would just watching sports at home. Exactly. You know, you, you just can't contain the feeling. You just want to be part of it. It's like you're on court playing with the, the guys. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I had the chance to speak uh, to lots of players to know a little bit of uh, their background. And um, yeah, just an amazing opportunity. And how has it been, I guess, being kind of amongst the crowd during some of these games? Because I know just sports casting in general, for those who don't know, it very it can really change depending on the crowd that you're with. Because if everyone's getting really excited, it's hard not to also get excited on the cast. So how has that kind of been? Yeah, like d- depends on the play. You know, the crowds the crowd gets up up on their feet, and you have to adjust your emotions. You know, feel kind of sad, kind of happy. Uh, also, we are we are professional, so you kind of. You always want to cheer for the Falcons. That's the Fanshawe's team, of course. But sometimes you have to 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 you have to be legit and narrate what's going on. You can't just be picking one side, right? But it's tough. Sometimes you just want to you're cheering for the Reds at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, but uh, basically, yeah. At the end, I think I like that point. At the end of the day, like they're all athletes, whether they're your team or not. I do the same thing when I watch baseball a ton. Yeah. Is if one of the pitchers throw a really good pitch. 
even if it's against my team and they strike someone out, I'm just like, man, that was a really good pitch. I respect yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, as you mentioned, you're primarily doing the, the volleyball and the basketball for both the men's and the women's teams. Do you have a history in those two sports or have they both been kind of very like newer experiences for you to learn at all? I always, like I said, sports had always been there, but I never have been, I, ne I was never involved with any volleyball or basketball teams. Um, I would, um, I'm open to opportunities. So like if they show up maybe for other sports, I know uh, soccer isn't a big thing here, but maybe in the future, if there's any other opportunities uh, to, to go out of town, maybe, you know, uh, yeah, looking for opportunities, open to opportunities always. Awesome. And I know some some sports are more complicated than others. So how has it been being a sportscaster, having to pick up some of the in-game knowledge, some of the terminology, picking up the pace of the play, how the game actually operates? How's that slight learning curve been so far? Yeah, uh, first games was very challenging because, of course, English is not my first language. So just learning the terms, uh, Quentin has been very helpful. Uh, with that, I narrate all the games. I, I'm doing play-by-play, -play or he's doing commentating, and vice versa. So it depends on the day, depends on how we're feeling, and that was very challenging in the beginning. Uh, but uh, now I just feel it's kind of uh, more normal. You you get used to it. You do it every single week, so there's games always uh, happening every single week, and you get used to it. But uh, yeah, of course, it was a big big of a challenge at first. I think I'm picking up. I still would really like to watch more than I do like basketball and, game, and volleyball, uh, and uh, mostly NBA. I think it's amazing, man. I, I've been to to. I had the opportunity to see the Cleveland Cavaliers play the first time. I went to Ohio. I have a brother living there. Shout out to my family, Brazil, my friends too. Forgot to say that in the beginning of the podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, I had the chance to see the Cavaliers down in Ohio. It was an amazing experience, you know, see the showtime when they, they have the breaks, they have every, everybody on the court. That was something I had never experienced before. It's very different from, from a uh, soccer atmosphere, the stadium to go and um, watch the game. It's just amazing, man. And it was funny because he said uh, my brother was about to take us for, out for a dinner. Mm -hmm. And then as we get close to the Cavs stadium, I see this crowd going into this big stadium, like, where are we going? You're actually taking us for dinner? And it, <laughs> and it wasn't, it was like, oh, we were watching a Cavs game. I'm like, what's going on? It was cool. it was absolutely amazing. So yeah, I, I think I lost where, where the question. Oh, no, all good. Um, but no, I think that really just goes to show how cool just live sports in general are because it's way different than just watching it on the TV, watching it on your computer. Showtime was amazing. I, I mean, if there wasn't no, no, no third quarter quarter, for example, I would be good with the Showtime because it was amazing what they did there. It's just amazing to, to engage with the public and put everybody on their feet cheering with, with the Showtime. It was amazing, amazing. I'm wickedly, I've never actually been to an NBA game yet. Uh, and it wouldn't be the Raptors because I'm a Suns fan. Uh, but the Cavs have been really fun this year. So that yeah, they're good. Donovan Mitchell is an amazing player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, spectacular. Yeah, spectacular. Yeah. Uh, and so you mentioned uh, Quinton, who's the other sportscaster uh, who you normally perform with. Uh, and he's... We, I do know him. He, he can be very animated in some instances. Yeah. So how has it been not only playing off another person for these casts, but then also developing that relationship with another person who you're working with? Yeah, I think we, I think our relationship has become like, we've become closer and I always try to cheer him up because like you said, sometimes it's hard to be animated, mm -hmm. but uh, also uh, it goes with the game. Like the game, game gets you that emotion that you have to have like narrating. It's like a, relationship you have with the game at the time but I always always I'm always trying to, to cheer him up 
and um, I think we both we, we're doing a great job there. Uh, but uh, yeah, our relationship has become closer. I think with everybody in the in the journal, journalism program as well. It's it's been a quite an interesting journey and and very exciting. Awesome. And so just to kind of bring it back to Fanshawe a little bit, uh, I know with every single sport, especially the men's and women's team, there have been some some ups and downs for, I think, every team across the seasons. But throughout it all, have there been any players or storylines that you've really been following or passionate about just learning more about as yeah. the season's progressed? Um, the girls, they were having a hard time with the matches. Uh, and I went to speak with one of their players, Ari, and... Um, she said, like, the coach told us not to be too focused on the results because that's what we were doing uh, uh, the past couple games, and that was really affecting our performance in-game. So, like, uh, when I asked her, uh, what were some, some things that you would like to introduce to the next games, maybe some tactics, maybe some different mindset that the coach tried to tell you guys, she said, maybe just coming into the next games uh, with a different mindset. So I really like uh, the energy that Ari passes to the team. I think she's a really good uh, player and adds so much to that team. And she's an, also an amazing player. And to, uh, when it comes to the men's team, uh, Tanner Patterson, I, I always remember me and Quentin are talking about his performance because he's amazing serving, passing, uh, everything they can think about. He just does, does a great job overall. Like, he's really good. Um, and the men's are amazing. I think they're uh, ranked second or third now in Ontario. Um, it's constantly changing, so that's why I can tell. But uh, they've been doing an amazing job, and it's amazing to see. Yeah. Well, it's always cool. It's one thing watching like major league professional sports and activities like that, but then to actually just watch students who are excelling at the sport that they're that they're playing. It's just cool to watch. It's just a lot of fun just to be able to experience that on a college level. Uh, and so you mentioned talking with some of the players. What is the kind of dynamic like between you as the sportscaster and them as the athletes, as the players? Do you talk? Do you communicate? What's that relationship like? Not much. Uh, we do have one more um, co-worker, uh, Amber, and she does kind of more than the interviews. Me and Quentin, we are basically just watch watching the game. And it's tough. I'm in the journalism field. What I don't feel I want to be is a reporter. It's, it's always been very <laughs> tough to me. The idea of, you know, going out and uh, approach somebody, it's very hard, very hard. Uh, uh, of course, it, it gets better as you do it uh, uh, throughout the program. But that's something that's always been, been hard to me to go out and talk to people. It's just uh, challenging, you know. So I really don't think there has been lots of uh, involvement between me and players. Mm -hmm. I can say the same about Quentin because I don't know. Uh, but um, yeah, we basically are there uh, narrating and there's not a lot of communication between us and the players. And have you have you ever really run into those instances? I guess less for you, but those instances where I know athletes are not exactly well known for giving the best interviews or the best talks about the game. Have there been any instances where you've run into that kind of a scenario or vice versa? Have you talked with some people who just give actually really, really good interviews like that? I, I was the case. I think I had all, all every single time amazing interviews. They were very nice to me, so I didn't have to run. Of course, in the journalism program, there are always some people that won't won't be very kind to you, but that happens everywhere. So, mm -hmm. but like when talks talking to the the games, all the players that I talked to, like they were very nice to me and very nice interviews as well, which is always spectacular. Yeah. And it's cool in those instances to talk to people who are just passionate about what they're talking about too. It's it's tough, like you mentioned, in some jur journalism spaces, going up to people asking them questions that either they weren't anticipating or don't overly care about. But when you're talking to an athlete, someone in sports, it's hard not to get passionate about sports in general, let alone actually participating in the games. So that's that's always wicked to hear. Uh, and so, as, um, so you mentioned 
not knowing, I guess, some of these sports in particular, but have there been any other learning curves or anything that you've had to overcome just with this sports casting experience in general, whether it's been, uh, like you said, just sort of communicating at the start of the game, learning some of the terminology, or even just like packing, unpacking, being amongst the fans. Is there anything that you've kind of had to overcome so far? When it comes to the games, no. But uh, if I can talk about newscasting a little bit, mm -hmm. Um, yes, that's something, if I really developed a kind of a passion is writing for, um, uh, for web. So if there was anything, now I've got a, probably I'm, I'm, I'm in talks to get my internship going, mm -hmm. which is a requirement for the program of journalism. And, uh, it would be a job as a writer. So that's, that's a skill that I've been developing that I'm really proud of. I think my, my writing in English has improved a lot in the past few months and um, that meet uh, the st industry standards, right? So uh, I think just uh, writing in the beginning was very tough, just like when you're learning another language, it's hard. But uh, as you do, you get better. What I like about the program is what you put in, you get out of it. So that's the same with sports cats. Like when you go there, you, uh, first games weren't too good. You couldn't put that emotion, that personality. But as you do, as you learn more terms, as you engage with the game and you know just being there showing up is the main thing because then you know you're going to learn there's no way not to learn you put in what you uh you get what you put into it you know what i mean i'm so happy you said that because that is what i tell absolutely everybody who has thought about this program or is even in the program people is... sometimes complain they, they they don't get the results but that's maybe because you're not putting effort into it just try to you know strategize organize your time and just do it do it you're gonna you're gonna have results that, that's what been happening with me first and second term uh here and uh when i just started with the sports cast too it wasn't that good and sometimes you don't feel you want to continue mm -hmm. but you have to give that push because that's how you're gonna improve, just doing it. And uh, that's what I love about this program. Like what you put into it, you're gonna get back from it. Love hearing that. And it's just a good lesson for life too. Just yeah. kind of what you put in yeah. and get back. I think it applies again. to everything pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so you very briefly right there mentioned your your internship. I know I know where it is. I know what it is. Uh, but what is the the internship opportunity you have coming up? Oh yeah, so it's uh, NBL Canada, the National Basketball League Association here in Canada. Uh, very, very important and uh, what a great opportunity I think it is to just, it's my first job, so it was the first time talking to somebody from the industry and I think it's an amazing opportunity. Um, I still don't know, I haven't defined yet what my roles are, what uh, exactly duties I'm gonna be assigned, but uh, basically writing articles so far and uh, I'm still in talks, like I said. And so NBL uh, has lots of amazing teams. We have London Lightning uh, from the city of London which I still didn't have the chance to go watch a game. I really want to go see how that feels. I've been to the Cavs, now I have to go to London Lightning, right? Um, uh, there's um, Windsor Express, there's uh, KW Titans. There's uh, six teams now, I think they just, I think no, they just launched a new league. It's called BSL, mm -hmm. Basketball Super League. Um, and so, um, yeah, basically my internship, I'm still in talks, like I said, third time, but um, in talks and see how that goes. It looks like it's an amazing opportunity. Oh, it's a wicked opportunity. Yeah. And and so having now been a sportscaster for a little bit, internship with a potential basketball organization, is that the trajectory that you want to go is to end up going into sportscasting or has this just been kind of two convenient stops along the way? Yeah, those were more honestly convenient and also taking those opportunities when i talk to people they they tell me opportunities they never come there just grab them they sometimes come all oftentimes they come in disguise so at the time when i was offered um, the job of sportscaster 
I really didn't need that job because I had a job at the time, so it was more to cover my expenses. But I'm like, why not get out of my comfort zone and try that thing? Because maybe that's what's gonna get me other opportunities. You know, maybe I'm offered some something new. So I'm like, let's go, let's go for it. And that's what I did. When Janice, um, Janice was the, the the girl that offered the job, mm -hmm. she entered the classroom and said, look, there's some jobs job spots opening for the uh, announcers for men's and women's basketball and we um, the basketball and volleyball games I'm like I'm taking it I'm taking it and and look at what happened like now I have an, an internship uh, starting soon and this wouldn't have been possible if I said no to that first job you know what I mean so I think it's just uh, taking the opportunities that show up on your fr uh, on in front of you and uh, but uh, t when talking about uh, my future I still don't know I don't have that mm passion for anything specific so i'm still trying to figure it out i really wanted to give it a shot uh, in, in, in the industry in the journalism industry and see if uh, there's anything that pops on on my mind that i'm really interested in so it's just experiencing i think well and sometimes that's the best thing that you can do is kind of leaving yourself open a bit like that because some people will have a a goal in mind of exactly what they want and they'll sometimes kind of put themselves into a thin hallway trying to only get those opportunities. But when you leave yourself open, sometimes that's even the, the faster way to get to, to bigger and brighter things. So, And so I asked you about some of the the, the lower points, some of the, the struggles that you've had to overcome. In being one of the sportscasters for the Falcons, what has been the best thing so far, That you, your favorite thing about covering these games? Oh, man, I think uh, if, I, if I were to talk about a strong point of mine, I think personality, I'm a very approachable person. It's hard to put personality into it when it's not your first language. Everybody who who's, uh, has English as their second language know, knows what I'm talking about. But I think my personality, man, uh, it's very easy to come and talk to me. And uh, the, But the best thing is really just being there and having the opportunity to watch these games. These are people that, they, they, students, they, they're every single one of them they're taking one program and they they play alongside of it so the, it's just it's an effort they have to do and they're all great players and just being there and watching it's an amazing opportunity i think that's those are the best things awesome well and you know you've got one of my favorite reads of everybody around so uh, you're, yeah you're doing a great job uh and to sort of as we get towards the end of this episode one thing that i like to do with everybody that i bring on is to do some kind of lightning quick fire questions just so that everybody can learn a little bit more about you and in some cases with some people i've talked about learn some stuff about yourself too so <laughs> so the important thing is to just say the answers as quick as you can just that it's the most genuine thing possible uh right off the bat uh, do you have a favorite band Ooh, it's tough. When talking about rock, I grew up l listening to Linkin Park. Nice. Okay. Somewhere I Belong, In the End, uh, Faint, lots of songs. Linkin Park has my heart, I think, for rock. Yeah. Love it. Great. Yeah, no, spectacular pick. Good choice, you think? Oh, yeah. There, there's some people that I talk to or ask them about their favorite music, favorite bands. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. But it's nice having people with good taste. Metallica's good, too. <laughs> oh, Metallica's, Metallica's great, Metallica's too. great, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Even Flo, uh, Pearl Jam with Even Flow, Pearl mm -hmm. Jam. Yeah, amazing. Uh, and so favorite food? Food, tough. Uh, yeah, my family has Italian background, so it's lots of good stuff we cook there. So it's a hard choice, but I would say pasta. Mm -hmm. My grandma does some gnocchi with a ground beef. It's amazing, man. Oh, I've, I've been to one Italian holiday party and I do not think I've ever eaten more food at one time than I did during that and it was all spectacular. What's all your favorite lovely. food? Oh no! Uh, I've been eating a lot of of curry and uh, butter chicken lately. There's been there's one um, the biryani bar in town 
really, really good. I've been eating there religiously the past few weeks. So I'd say that's my favorite right now. Apart from that, uh, stews. Give me a beef stew and I will devour it in a heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite movie? Movie, I really love Harry Potter. Been, I had, I, I watched it like several times. First thing that pops in my mind, but um, there's so many good ones. But yeah, let's stay with Harry Potter. Nice. There you go. Mine keeps changing all the, every time yeah. I think about it. I yeah. think the one consistency has been Scott Pilgrim versus the World because it's a great movie. I'm more it. of a, a series guy, so like uh, now I just watched a new one. Uh, it's the following of La Casa de Papel. It's okay. Ber called Berlin. Berlin. It's a very good one. Amazing job. It's uh, it, it's in Spain. So yeah, it talks about the the. the they rob in banks and you know there's some romance involved it's amazing yeah series are actually yeah my what i like the most nice yeah, yeah. yeah i'll have to check it out yeah. uh do you have a favorite uh season whether it be like fall winter spring summer uh winter man i i love the snow here but um you, you like the winter right i hate winter I, yeah, yeah yeah i, I know that for me <laughs> but what do you mean you can't even walk like once it snows like it's nice the first snowfall because it's all it it does make with the city looks beautiful i i really think it looks beautiful but i don't like the fact that you can't walk yes so like first day is going to be nice all nice and fluffy and then it gets all slippery and then you can't even walk like today i came in with the air, air forces almost slipped like three four times but uh you know summer has my heart because you can do everything go outside and um yeah just play whatever you want go for a walk you can't even walk now so it's tough i hear i'm a summer child and yeah as, as a sneaker head winter sucks oh yeah Winter's yeah true brutal. you can you can i was just thinking about this you can't even buy sneakers man so that's that's a really con red flag right there uh coffee or tea coffee 100 like three four cups of coffee a day i, I hear you i'm in the same boat it's bad <laughs> it's bad but what can we do uh do you have a favorite celeb celebrity celebrity um i mean probably neymar okay. the soccer player yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we li really love him back there and neymar is a yeah he's considered a celebrity yeah but yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 neymar then yeah yeah it's a it's sports celeb yeah. but it's but still yeah still uh and then uh to wrap it up very easy do you have a favorite color Tough. I'll go with blue. Blue? Blue fits me nice. Wearing yeah, blue. They, yeah. There you no. go. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and so, awesome. That pretty much wraps it up for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for jumping on. No, I really thank appreciate you. having I you. I appreciate it. It's been great chatting with you. Amazing guy. And uh, thanks for having me again. Uh, and so this has been uh, this week's episode of the Interrobangs Red Coach podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Google, Apple Music, all the sorts. Our current issue is on shelves now, uh, whenever you want to check that out. Or you can stay up to date with our current stories on the interrobang.ca. Uh, and thanks so much for watching. Thanks.